This week, uh, we're doing a barbecue draft. We've got a big one planned here, and we have a special guest. We're joined by the, um, the barbecue king of Pittsburgh, is, um, is, is what I'm anointing you as. Uh, <laughs> we're joined by Casey, Gray Fox Barbecue on Instagram. Gray with an A, I believe. Gray Fox Barbecue. Go check them out on Instagram. Um, Delicious-looking foods. Uh, you've never cooked anything for me, um, but I've tried some of the recipes that you put on there. Yeah, when whenever you were around Gray Fox Lane, uh, you probably saw Bruce Man in the Grill, and that's where it's that's where it started. Turned into uh, doing it a lot in college, and then started started buying more toys to play with. So I've always liked it, but it's it's turned it's turned into a major hobby in the last five years. Well, it keeps me uh, it keeps me checking back every day to see what's new on there. So, I'm sure, uh, <laughs> a lot of people that. are doing that. Um, hopefully, Brady told you we're uh, we're starting with you as our our first guest making uh, making picks for the golf tournaments this week, and we're going to keep track and and see who our uh, who our best picker is. So you get you get first dibs on on the two people you think are going to finish highest this week. And I and I can pick two, like any two golfers. Is that the rules? Yep, any two. I mean, I I have to go with my man John Rom. Another I John Rom fan on here. Front front runner to win it all, I believe. And uh, second, I gotta go with Rory McIlroy. I think he's gonna show up this week. I think it's two pretty good picks. We'll see. Uh, John Rom's been good recently, and Rory's probably due for one. I'm, every year, I'm, I've been hoping John Rom wins the Masters. I just got a feeling I, like I, I'll, I'll actually bet him too. Uh, but he, he hasn't come through. He's, he was up. I think last the, the last Masters, he did pretty well. He was up there. He just didn't get it done. He kind of died off the last two days, but he was up there. Well, might be a good week for him. Casey, we got we got to talk. Casey and I like to talk about our our gambling picks. I, I think I'm buying all the stock in Tony Finau now. I'm a firm believer that he's there's this Puerto Rican Open curse. I don't know if you've heard about it, Casey, but I think he he it's been broken. It's been lifted off of him, and and he's going to win the Masters. Oh, I could see that. That's a I mean, good Brady. Call. He almost won with one foot, one leg. Remember, he dislocated his ankle and. I think he finished top 10. He always plays well at Augusta. That's a good point. All right. We're getting into our barbecue draft. Um, Brady made the rules for this one. We're doing uh, one, one meat, one side, one beverage, one dessert, and one activity to do while you're, uh, while you're grilling something. So, um, Gray Fox Barbecue being the guest of honor, you get you get the first pick. You can go with whatever you want. This, this is a tough one. I, I struggled with this. You know, if I, if I'm thinking a good old Southern barbecue that makes you got to keep everybody happy, right? It's not just it's not just uh, pick pick the meat that you like the best. It's how am I going to make my guests happy? And you cannot beat a good mix between a steak, chicken, and shrimp shish kebab. You got like marinate it, marinate the meat for a couple days and get everything ready. I mean, you, you can't go wrong. It's always a crowd favorite and everybody's happy. Getting, I was not expecting that pick, but that's pretty good getting all your meats in there with one pick. I was not ready for that. Yeah, I struggled with that. That was my that was one of my hardest ones right there. I mean, there's so many good options, but like if if you're the host of a barbecue, you cannot go wrong with that. Hard to beat that meat. Brady, <laughs> <laughs> since there go ahead. That that is true though. Just like having the combination of of the little seafood on there and, and both different kinds of meat. I don't know, you get like couples who you know the 
the girl might like shrimp better, but the guy wants steak. It's such a crowd pleaser and and I mean pretty easy to do. I feel like kebab's such an easy way to do it. Since you're a family, Brady, you can go second. I'm gonna go last since I won again last week. If anybody's keeping score. Uh, <laughs> but you can go second. We're gonna have to get an audit on those those votes because uh, I agree. I won by min- multiple votes. Is the minion running your voting system? Listen, Casey Casey can uh Casey can uh, attest to the way that the Instagram polling thing works. You you can't you gotta have a right answer when you post it. It won't let you do anything differently. Can't you do an actual Instagram poll though? Yeah, but it only lets you do true or false or yes or no. You can't do more than two. Okay. Seems like they could figure that out. Whatever. Uh, so I think there's a lot of good things available, but there's there's one thing that I couldn't let go on on mine for the sides. Um, I really thought my barbecue menu would be incomplete if I didn't have this classic staple. I'm gonna go with mac and cheese as my first pick. And the side first. That's a very good first pick. I think that's everybody's number one side. Yeah, I'm coming to, I'm sure. coming to your barbecue. Wes, can I go next? Yeah, you can go next. I was since Tyler says he he loves food and he was ready for this draft. I was going to let him go before me, so you go next. Yeah, I'm just going to go with pulled pork. That's uh, one of my favorite foods. It's nothing. I mean, if it's you know a pork butt or you're smoking a whole pig, like that's just great camaraderie. It's delicious. Uh, you can have different sauces that you can put it. You know, you can put it on a sandwich. You can eat it off the plate. I'm gonna get a pulled pork. Are you are you making your own sauce, or are you providing a store bought? Uh, I would make my own like vinegar based sauce, which I love. Um, my sister makes a great blueberry vinaigrette uh, vinegar based sauce, which is delicious as well. So I'd make a couple sauces and probably have the generic like barbecue sauce for any basic people out there that don't like living on the edge and trying new things. What, what's the expert say? Are you, you want to, you want to plug any favorite barbecue sauces here? I mean, where do I begin? But <laughs> the, the best though, I, I have to agree. My, my personal choice is a good Carolina vinegar, vinegar based barbecue sauce. It, I just think it, it makes pork taste the best. Um, I I prefer applewood smoked pork butt, and it it's perfect for that. Um, you know, I I I I could go like mustard based a little bit. I I do like that. Um, Kakalaki is a company that I like a lot a lot, and they're based out of North Carolina, and they make I think it's Pittsburgh, North Carolina, and and they make a sauce called Bold Gold. And that's that's one of the best I've had on pulled pork as well. The, I'm not a big like sweeter sauce or heavier like I love sweet baby rays, but just not on my pork butt. Keep it keep it vinegary. I'm a vinegar I'm a vinegar guy too. As much as I love ketchup on everything, I'm not a big tomato based <laughs> sauce guy on barbecue. <laughs> no, I know Casey's gonna hate this. He's not a big mayo guy, but does anybody else like Alabama white sauce on their barbecue? Never had it. I, I like it on wings. That's what I've only really had it on. Like Casey and Lester saying, I love vinegar-based barbecue sauces, and that's what I eat with pork. I have had Alabama white sauce on wings, and it is pretty good. I am also a big mayonnaise fan. So, Tyler, you're up. Yeah, I'm sorry to uh, to pause this, but can you tell me again each of the categories we need to satisfy? Uh Grilled meat, a side, a beverage, a dessert, and an activity to do while you're grilling. Beverage, dessert, and an activity. Okay. Bold or cotton. They are taking the side first. I'm pretty upset about that. I knew you were a mac and cheese guy. I figured that's where you would have gone. Um, so I'm going to have to jump to the meat uh you gotta get what's yours but y'all have all picked meat so it's just brady's my competition but if i'm having people over 
I'm breaking out the Rectech pellet grill, throwing some hickory chips in it or pellets, and I'm throwing a big old brisket on there, and we're going to enjoy that beef brisket. Pretty good pick. Can't go wrong there. I I don't trust myself enough to to cook a brisket correctly. I think the gray fox can help you. He's made me a, a pretty pretty daggone good brisket a time or two. Yeah, I've, I've, you know I I think I make a pretty damn good brisket. I've I've had better. I know there there are better ones out there. I have not yet perfected perfected that yet. I think with brisket you really need like a rec tech or a. Uh, a big green egg or something like that to do a really good smoke. You need a, a really good temperature control. It, it's it's the hardest meat to cook. Um, it is. And I've real, had, uh, sorry, I don't mean no, to ahead. interrupt your expertise, but I will tell you the amateur things that I've learned. It's just, it's such a hard cook or piece of meat because, you know, your fatty end versus your point are really can be two different consistencies as far as, you know, width or whatever thickness. And you'll have the point done before you have the other side done. And I've, I've struggled with that. Sometimes it works out and sometimes it's not good, but I find it pretty difficult sometimes. One, one breakthrough that I have had is you want to wait, but like you do not want to wrap it until it starts coming out of the stall. And what I mean by that is around 160 degrees, a pork butt and a brisket will stall out for those of you that right. don't know that. And you, a lot of people wrap right, right at 160. What I uh -huh. found is you get, a, it's way more tender. If you let it start coming out of that stall, when it, when that's when it, that's when the magic happens. So I wait until the 170, 175 and that's, what sets it apart yep makes sense i honestly i have uh not done a lot of wrapping i usually just let it go but it's worked but sometimes it'll get too much of a bark on it like the bark gets too hard for me personally but so you got brisket that's uh i figured pulled pork and brisket were going to be the the first couple meats gone I like both of those a lot, and I think they're probably uh, the two staples of a barbecue, but I'm going with my favorite grilled meat and something that I've really learned to really like in the last few years, and that's ribs. I'm a huge, huge fan of ribs. Now we're talking. For a long time, I, I didn't really get ribs, and I, I don't know if I didn't like them or I just – didn't really order them anywhere. Nobody cooked them, but here in the last probably three or four years, I've grown to really love ribs and I've made cooked ribs a few times. I've tried them on the smoker. The last time I did it turned out better than, than the other times I've done it. And it seems like they're a little bit difficult to get right to sometimes, but uh, I'm getting the hang of it. Are you a dry rub guy or are you a sauce guy or both? So both. What I've been doing is I'll, I'll put a dry rub on it and um, smoke it for most of the time just dry like that and then towards the end put, put the sauce on it. Get that, get that wet. What, yeah. that, hey, Casey, what would you say are the best style of ribs to cook? Not necessarily the marinade, but the cut of ribs or the – like baby back versus St. Louis or whatever. Like what, what, what do you find the best? Now I have always been a firm believer that baby backs are, are the best ribs that you can buy. Now, for whatever reason, during the pandemic at the start of the pandemic, they were out of a bunch of them and Brady came up for March madness. Well, what would have been March madness? I don't really want to talk about that. I'm gonna get emotional. Mm -hmm. But anyways, we got St. Louis style, and we both said that they might be the best ribs we've ever had. But now, Brady can attest. They were, they were good. Now, the, the best – I mean, Casey cooked some, some damn good ones, but the best ribs I've ever had were in St. Louis. Uh, I spend a lot of summers traveling around seeing Major League Baseball stadiums. I'm really missing that right now. But um, 
I had I had some in in St. Louis that were about the best things I've ever had. And and back to brisket in Austin, Texas, there's some some brisket. Oh, no no doubt. But Casey's Casey's pretty good on on both of them. I'd, I'd say he's a close second to both. Have you guys ever been to Memphis and had their ribs? They're they're pretty good. I wasn't as blown away by the barbecue in Memphis as other places. Uh, North Carolina barbecue guy through and through the pulled pork, but Memphis had some good stuff. Well, also you could get dry or or wet ribs in Memphis, and every restaurant offered them. And I tried to get a little bit of both, but was not that impressed. Um. And also, I was kind of sad that not every restaurant was blaring Three Six Mafia <laughs> in Memphis when I was there. <laughs> that is my favorite rap group, and I was kind of disappointed with that. Did you at least play Walking in Memphis as you arrived in Memphis by Mark Cohn? <laughs> no, but I did go to a dueling piano bar on Beale Street, and the guy played that song four times. And uh, I did go to Jerry Lawler's barbecue restaurant for a drink, but didn't get food there. Speaking of drinks, I'm taking a drink with my second round pick. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't let it escape. What I think of when I think of barbecues, I think of meat and I think of ice cold beer. And I'm taking beer. Solid. It, it doesn't matter what kind. It, Bush Light specifically, but uh, I'm going to be generic. We're just the we're unofficial just... sponsor of First Seed Jitters Podcast. Correct. Does that bring it back to me, there, Wesley? Brings it back to you. I'm hurt, Linda, but I can live without the mac and cheese. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and lock down my side. I'm going to take baked beans. I think that's a good side to go with any kind of meat. Everything I've had good. some uh, – I like baked beans, but I, I really like baked beans when you, like, chop up some peppers and onions and get some ground beef and mix it all in there together. That's not baked beans anymore. That's like chili. Yeah, whatever. I like it. All right. I'm going to go with the only dessert I had written down. Uh, I'm going to go banana pudding with Ah. vanilla wafers. (laughs) (laughs) You can't beat it. Nope. Delicious. I didn't even have that one written down. I'm upset that I didn't because that might oh, be my favorite. It's my, I'm not a big dessert guy. and That's probably one of my favorite desserts. I, I'm interested to hear what you're going to have for dessert. I feel like that's the classic barbecue dessert. It is. That's why I'm upset that I didn't write it down. I think I went – I don't know. I didn't think that one through at all. I focused too much on the meats. Well, I didn't, that's why I took it in the second round. Mark. It's the meat out, correct? Yep. So everyone's taking a meat but me, so I can just leave that till the last round. Um, <laughs> looking at the rest of the board, what I want, um, I think I got a couple activities still I could take, a couple ac- alcoholic beverages, but I think there's only one dessert I want. I'm going to go, it's a nice, you know, a nice dessert. You can put a, any kind of fruit you want in it. My personal favorite would be blackberry. You can do a nice peach, a nice blueberry. I'm going to go with a cobbler. Wow, nice pick. <laughs> Casey, I think, pick. I think you'll remember our mom's blackberry cobbler is, is the best dessert in the world, in my opinion. It'll change your life. I'm not a big cobbler fan. I, lo- I like all the fruits. I like, I like all kinds of different desserts, but for some reason, cooked fruits, I, I'm not a, it's not my favorite. I'll eat it, but it's not my favorite. Wes, you've said that multiple times on this podcast. You don't like cobbler cooked fruits yep. but it sounds like big heads uh cobbler makes you want to cream your jeans and i want to try it someday it's it's fantastic she makes a damn good cobbler but she all she made something else that was delicious hash brown casserole was in her yeah gosh that was good oh yeah casey on to you two picks in a row here well I hate to say it, but you just said what what I was about to say. That that's fair. I, w- I probably wasn't going to take it anyway, but <laughs> you, I'm telling you, if you want to if you want to impress someone, or for you know, impress a girl, impress whoever, 
you've got to have Bev's hash brown casserole. It is amazing. Go, it, it's got it's got every it's got the creaminess. It's got the crunchiness because of, because of the uh, the cornflakes on top with the butter taste and the salt. It's you can make a giant batch of it. Everybody can get a helping, and you you just can't go wrong. I've got to take hash brown casseroles aside. I I know I requested it enough when we were younger, growing up, that she used to just just make it when I was coming over there, just because she knew I loved it that much. Uh, shout out Matt Kaiser was the the biggest fan. He he, I think my mom made him like his own batch because he would he would just show up at our house if I told him that I had hash brown casserole. He would just drive over uninvited. Um, the, the weird thing about hash brown casserole and probably the best thing about it, you can also, it's a great breakfast the next morning. That's Can't really say that about many other things on this list. It's reheatable. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's great the next day. You can't beat that. Can't beat something that's great the next day. You get another pick there, Casey. You've taken a meeting aside. You know, I got to go with – I don't know if you consider this activity or not, but or, or not, but a good barbecue that you're going to remember forever and get, get the people talking, get the juices flowing, you've got to have an awesome music list. Like, you've got to have music going. That makes the barbecue. And, and, and if it's prepared, like, if it's, like, between – like with Brady and me, I mean, we go through Spotify, so we've got some sort of mix plan, and that sets the mood for the entire night. You gotta have it. Music. I think we're all big music fans, so I don't think we can go wrong with the music there. I'm embarrassed to say I didn't even have that written down. But that is a great pick. That is so true. That that sets the mood for for your barbecue. Yeah. What's more, what's more embarrassing, you not having music written down, or me not having banana pudding written down? Banana pudding. Uh, I'd say mu- I'd say music. I like what said we're all music fans and yeah, uh music's make it or break it. You know, it, it's party's not going well, it's usually because the music sucks. Vibes aren't right. Barry White could never hurt a barbecue. <laughs> Especially at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's right. On to you, Brady. Oh, so I know I'm not going to go meet. I'm trying to decide whether I take the gamble on the beverage. Do I take the activity that I want? Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the, the activity, I think. This is uh, not a setup that everybody has, but I think it, it definitely makes it. Um, I think when you have the game on in the background, that's, that's a great thing. Casey has it on his deck and it's a game changer. You got the game on, you're grilling, you're drinking a beer, hanging out, shooting the shit. It's nice to have a a little outdoor TV to, to watch when you're grilling. I didn't have that one written down, but after you said that having a TV at a, at a barbecue or a cookout makes things infinitely better. The same way that the same way that music does. And I'm picturing it, you know, kind of by the pool. You got a nice little like covering over it, so you can you can watch it, check it out. You go in, check the guy who's flipping the steaks. Like, hey, what's the score of the game over there? Yeah, it's a nice little conversation starter for people like me. When I go places and don't know people, I'm extremely awkward. And sports gives me a way to talk to people without uh without having to sound like that. It's a great way to bring people together. Casey, I'm specifically thinking of when I come up to your house and we in the summertime and we got the MLB package hooked up out on your deck. Nothing better. When <sighs> Shane Bieber's on the hill, betting on the Indians, bringing it home. Oh, nothing better. Tyler, you got a you got a meet in oh. your side picked. The, uh, isn't it me, Wes? Yep, it is. Sure it is. It's definitely William. Oh, uh, it's all good, buddy. You got, uh, you got a meat and a dessert so far. Yeah, so I don't think my activity or side are going to be picked anytime soon, so I'm going to go beverage. I'm just going to go classic vodka liquor drink. 
West End beer. Um, mixed vodka, pretty much anything. It's delicious. I'm I'm just gonna go with that. Yeah. You know, golf based uh, podcast here. Nice transfusion. Um, maybe just a classic vodka tonic, or trying to be on the healthier side, vodka soda with some lime. Plenty of options with the uh, clear liquor that is vodka. Yeah, you cannot go wrong with that. I have my personal favorite. I actually learned visiting Scott Patterson in the Low Country. It's uh, um, crap. I already forgot the name of it. Low. It's a. It's blood orange. What is the name of that? Dan Pellegrino. Yeah, blood orange San Pellegrino in a good vodka. Yeah, Casey, I live in the Low Country as well. Been here eleven years. That is great, refreshing summertime cocktail. What is that called again? Low Country Screwdriver? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I mean there are multiple names for it, um, but yeah, that's that's a refreshing cocktail. Yeah, I would love that. I would love to have one of those right now. <laughs> Tyler, now it's to you. You got a you. you got a meat and a side. Correct. So I'm gonna take a beverage. Um, I'm gonna take sweet tea, but um, this is more of a regional thing. But we would normally have mint tea, which is basically sweet tea. But instead of tea, you use mint leaves as your um, seeping product. So. Just call it sweet tea, but I just wanted to add that in. I think every every cookout has sweet tea at it, so. I'm taking – I'm going to save my dessert for last because I think that's that's going to be my weakest pick now that I forgot banana pudding. Um, but I'm taking uh, – I've, I've taken this item one other time in another draft, and I don't remember which one it was. But I'm taking deviled eggs as my side. A lot of funny looks there. I don't know why you guys don't appreciate my deviled eggs. Deviled eggs are wonderful. Wes, um, you just like egg-based. I love eggs. Sandwiches, appetizers. I love eggs and sides. I love potatoes. I mean, and you guys need to get up off my back a little bit. <laughs> and Tony Finau keeps finishing top ten in tournaments, and you keep picking eggs in our draft. <laughs> <laughs> I brought eggs. <laughs> and everybody, we've been talking about how good Tony Finau's played in the last uh, in the last round every tournament. You just wait; the eggs are going to get up there. People love eggs. I mean, you're going to have to start going to like an egg convention to find some followers that are going to vote for your egg picks. You know what? You know who's won more more Instagram polls on these drafts? The Egg Man. I don't. I mean, I think you win everyone. You don't pick an egg in, though. Wes, That's you fair. probably That's you fair. probably DM people and who follow egg Instagram accounts and be like, "Hey, come come vote on first tee jitters <laughs> um, <laughs> draft." Blah blah blah. Well, so a little win. controversy here in the voting. <laughs> got a got a whole following of egg people <laughs> voting on the voting on the drafts. Whatever. I'm taking. Oh, uh, I'm moving on to my activity. It's going to be um, the egg race with the spoon, where you walk and don't break the egg. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. That's an excellent thing. <laughs> <laughs> Things are really getting out of hand here. <laughs> I'm taking. Uh, I, th- I feel like it's a. Uh, it's kind of gone by the wayside here recently. Not as many people do it. A lot of people, like uh, I'm sure our parents all used to do it when they were at cookouts. And I think it needs to make a comeback. Horseshoes. Big fan of horseshoes. Takes a little bit of skill. It's, it, was, it was the first version of cornhole. Cornhole's the big deal now, but I'm taking horseshoes. Yeah, that is a solid choice. That, one of uh... – one of my fondest memories of horseshoes, yeah. when I was working in West Virginia in coal country, 
one weekend I got invited to a barbecue, believe it or not. And you know, we were done eating, everybody's drinking or whatever, and it was dark. And all of a sudden they had lights up in a tree that they shined down and it just illuminated this, both horseshoe pits. And I mean, I bet you I played horseshoes for five hours and, and they whipped me. I mean, these guys were professionals. I like, thank God I didn't have any money on it. But like, I was like, man, this is awesome. Just that like nighttime horseshoes is like a whole nother level. They had this setup. That's like redneck Ramadan. They know how to do it. That's what makes that a good pick, though. I mean, any anybody can show up with some cornhole boards in the back of their car. If you got some horseshoe stakes in the ground in your backyard, you know you mean business. You're a professional. You're yeah. You know what you're doing. They don't say close only counts in cornhole. <laughs> well, that's because it doesn't, but. You get a point if you're close. I feel I feel attacked at this point. You guys are making fun of my eggs. Making I just fun thought of it was analogy. a great <laughs> Wes, all I think about is your egg obsession is the scene in the pulling dynamite when they're helping that chicken farm and they have all the egg like sandwiches and they have like the egg Kool-Aid that they dumps the egg in. I'm like, that that's your ideal cookout it's my dream. spread. Yeah. That's it. Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> Tyler, you need a dessert or an activity. Mm. Banana put a, banana pudding's gone, right? It is gone, yep. Egg egg pudding, maybe, if you're interested. Nah, teach him out on that. Um I don't know that this is a traditional dessert, but I will literally eat my body weight in this if it's at a cookout, which it normally is. But I'm going to take watermelon, please. Is that acceptable? I'll allow it. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. I agree with you, though. It's hard to stop eating watermelon after you start. I don't stop. My stomach tells me to stop. Are you a, are you a salt guy? Do you put salt on your watermelon like a savage? No. All right, good. No. Yeah, if you get a watermelon when it's ripe in season, I mean, it's, oh. it's nothing better. You're right. No. There's nobody who likes a watermelon more than our father, Bruce Saunders. <laughs> you, I, mean, I feel like every time we go home, he'd just have a whole watermelon in his fridge, and it would be just for him. Like, he would just bite into that thing and eat it. I would, I would give him a run for his money, guaranteed. And the, the people that love it, they always have a wet chin. <laughs> you never get it clean, complete, completely clean. It just glistens in the in the in the light. Yeah, I've been there. Probably not watermelon, man. <laughs> William, you need a side or a, or an activity. All right, we were just talking about activities and. Tyler was just talking about an activity. I know, yeah, I know he was. I kind of hate this game, and I'm going against it. I'm going another activity, a game that you can play with a cocktail in your hand, and it's not cornhole. Uh, the ring toss game. You have the ring attached to a string. You have to throw it on the hook. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like you said, cornhole, you can bring the boards anywhere. You can't really bring that with you. I think it's just fun, easy game to keep score of, and you don't have all the rules like cornhole can have at every other person's house. Basic, fun, entertaining game. I like it. On to you, Brady. I'm guessing you're picking a beverage. Well, everybody's taking a beverage, and everyone's taking a meat, so I can really take what I want. I have. Uh, I'm just going to take my next next two here. Uh, I got two written down. I think I'm going to go with this one just because I don't really feel like taking the hate for the other one that I would pick. I'm going to take bourbon. Uh, Can't go wrong with it. I mean, I, I don't think it needs Left the claws out. I did leave the claws out. I do I do love a claw. Everybody's picked beverages, so I think I can say it. I, I love a hard seltzer when it's hot out. I think those are especially refreshing, like when – 
grill smoke is just blowing in your face. But I'm just thinking about going back to the table, sitting down, having a nice bourbon. You can't beat it. I would agree with you. Hard to beat. I'm pretty shocked you didn't take it, Wes. That's about all I see you drink these days. Well, I mean, that is pretty much all I drink now. But uh, when I think of cookouts, I think of beer, so I went with that one. But uh, normal occasions, yeah, I, I would I would rather drink a little bourbon now. Um, Casey, you got two picks left. You need a you need a beverage and a dessert. Oh, this is so hard. I. I've done this this one time and it was a success. Like I'm thinking more of the lines of, you know, I've got a big barbecue. I've got 10 couples, right? I think a really good ice cream sundae bar mm. can really take it to the next level. Like you've got you've got basically you're turning it in you I mean it's just like going to like a sweet frog except it's just laid out there, and everybody can get what they want. You bring the ice cream out when you're ready to start, so so it's perfect. And then everybody get in line and get whatever you want. I like it. I don't know how you can go wrong with that. Everybody likes that. Last one you need is a beverage. Really not a whole lot left. Kind of screwed myself over with this one. However, this I know this isn't going to be a favorite for everyone, but I, I feel like a lot of people like them. My favorite's High Noon, but you know White Claw, High Noon, a, a seltzer beverage. I mean, you you can pound them without without getting out there too heavy. If you've got a couple that don't, that doesn't want to get too far out there because they got to drive home. Have three or four of them. It's it's a safe bet. It's hard to beat a good high noon. It's also. I want to go to a. I want to go to a party at Casey's house. Gosh, just <laughs> everything just hit hit me the right way. I think the the seltzers are are great too because like if you're eating something heavy like a pulled pork or some ribs like. You got to have something light to go with it so you don't just vomit all over the, the porch. That's a great point. The people who say they don't like seltzers have not had seltzers before. You, it, it, might be, it might be a little girly and people might not want to admit it, but they are delicious and they're very refreshing on a hot day and they're perfect for a cookout. I thought the same way. My little brother makes fun of everything. He was drinking them and I was like, what, what are you doing? Like, what is this? He's like, just try it. Tried it. Changed my perspective on it. <laughs> my brother can be pretty, uh, pretty computational, right, Brady? With you know some Captain Crunch in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> He's an instant bystander. <laughs> you were. <laughs> Let's hear your meat, Brady. All right, I saved it. I kind of thought you guys would all pass over this. You know, it's definitely not the most exciting meet, but it's something I've been wanting to pick in a lot of drafts, and for whatever reason, I haven't gotten it. It's one of my favorite foods. I'm going to go with a nice grilled smoke or smoked wing, chicken wing. Uh, I love a good good chicken wing. And, uh, Casey and I like to do them, just grill them up, and then have a little, you know, kind of like his ice cream sundae bar, do a little sauce bar. So you can put it in whatever sauce you want. You get you a couple of barbecue, get you a couple of hot, get you a couple of ranch. Just uh, just for my personal experience, if anybody ever has the opportunity to watch Brady eat a chicken wing, I would take full advantage of it because he sucks those things dry. It's like, have you ever come up, like, let's say in Rockbridge County, you're walking through the woods and you come up on on an animal that has died from a predator and the bones are laying there and they're picked completely clean, Brady picks them cleaner. <laughs> he absolutely does. It's impressive to watch. My roommates in college used to bring their wing bones back from the bar and, and let me just finish them off and, and eat the. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gotta love the pre-COVID days. <laughs> I don't really know what to think about that. <laughs> I, I love it. That just I love this is the best draft we've ever had. I'm in the best mood right now. Keep it going. You got one more pick. You need a side. Yeah, my side's pretty lame. I'm going with the mayonnaise trend earlier. I'm going with potato salad. I, I love, love potatoes. Potato yeah. Potatoes and eggs, my two favorite foods. I feel like that's a good measuring tool, too. Like, if you're trying to impress people or whatever, like a good potato salad can set you apart from, from other chefs. Yeah, I was between that and pasta salad, because I think that pasta salad the same way. Pasta salad and potato salad you can make extremely bland, or it's absolutely delicious. So, yeah, you're completely right there, Casey. Tyler, last pick. You need an activity. Uh, the activity I'm going to go with may be something that not a lot of people know, but it's called stump. Do you all know what that I is? I love stump, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, basically you get some type of wood, generally a stump that's about waist high. Everybody gets a nail. You flip a hammer. However you catch the hammer is how you have to attack nails and you try to sink other people's nails while you remain standing. And it is a good time. Very dangerous, depending on what you're drinking. Uh, I'm sober and I'm good at swinging a hammer, so it's not my problem. <laughs> I can remember we got one in, in college. I was like, man, I want to play that. I want to play stump. Where can we get a stump? I called Blacksburg tree and stump removal. I was like, hey, do you, do you think I could possibly get, you know, like a, a tree stump or two? The guy on the other line just goes, what are y'all going to put some nails in it and swing some hammers around or something? Yeah, <laughs> come on down. Why, why, yes, that's exactly what we're going to do. Well, it looks like we're playing stump in a few weeks in Asheville. Somebody, bring a, somebody I, bring a tree stump. I will bring my hammer. <laughs> I get the uh, the last pick, and I got to pick a dessert. I'm not a huge dessert fan. I like I like all desserts, um, but I think for a uh, a barbecue cookout picnic style dessert, for some reason I really like a nice strawberry shortcake. I think the uh, the the texture and the fruitiness and the whipped cream all together is a uh, very refreshing for a uh, love that stuff for any time for an of the day outdoor activity. Um, type of dessert. I could eat at all y'all's places, no doubt. Yeah, well, that's just a very nice, light, like, summery cookout dessert. That's a good pick. That's what I was going with. Figured in, not in, not in my mind, but in everybody else's mind, I had to make up for the deviled eggs there. <laughs> you have to follow yeah. your heart no matter what. My heart leads me directly towards the deviled eggs. There you go. Anybody got anything left over? Uh, I have a beverage. I have uh, a liquor that Brady and I, a liqueur that Brady and I are, are fond of, uh, Uncle Rumpy Rumpelmint. <laughs> I will not be attending any cookouts that have Rumpelmint. It's the most disgusting liquor I've ever tasted in my life. That doesn't yeah. run in the family, does it, Wes? No, it does not. Two two years ago, Myrtle Beach, Brady, Bradley, and I, every par three, took a shot of Rumpelmint, and we were feeling good by the end of the round, to say the least. Best round of golf I ever played. Not, maybe not score-wise, <laughs> but the most fun golf round of golf I've ever played. We got yelled at by those redneck dudes. Rachel tried to take my money. Didn't work. Tyler, got any honorable mentions? Yes, I do. Um, I didn't think this was traditional, traditional, and I would never buy it for everybody because it's way too expensive. But I like ribeye steaks. Like I, oh yeah, ribeyes. I, I would eat a ribeye 365 days a year, no questions asked. But my colon and my wallet do not permit that. Um, so. <laughs> Honorable mention there. Um, dessert. I've never tried this, but I've seen it like in some like smoking websites and stuff. But 
like taking peaches and grilling them on the grill. Like I want to try that and it looks really good, but I can't say with experience that it's delicious. Um, a side that I had that could go with my meat is a baked potato loaded with brisket. It's really good. Like it's, it's good. And then the other activity that I was going to take was, well, two of them. One would be kind of what Brady said, but a NASCAR race, like a Saturday night NASCAR race in the background and can jam. Yeah, Love that game. Can jam too. I like can jam. I had, uh, I had can jam on there. I had bocce ball. Um, bocce ball. For William, I'm surprised you didn't say frozen drinks for your uh, for your beverage. I was going to, but I mean, I like frozen drinks, but I only drink like drinking like one or two. You know, you can't pound those all night. So it's also Great hard to do if you're like at a cookout. Like, who's who's going back and blending them in the margarita? Oh yeah, yeah. You got to have somebody that's dedicated to to making that happen. Or or you have to have like the actual machine that makes them that you just have it on like tap for they're kind of inexpensive actually really machines yeah like some of those machines for that it's i've looked at them i don't know why i have but i have they're not that's not crazy do you have anything left over brady i did for my meat i had burnt ends Mm. see those on a barbecue menu every once in a while uh nobody picked coleslaw uh, not a coleslaw guy. I like coleslaw that, on yeah. a pulled pork sandwich, but that's about it. I feel like it's a classic. Yeah, I, nobody's favorite, but it is like a classic barbecue item. A little pimento cheese, mm. um, and then a little smoked queso. You see a lot of people kind of doing that on their on their grill. Um, dessert, I was really surprised nobody picked was pie. You could do a nice little apple pie, blueberry pie. Be a nice one. Then I had a couple activities left. Smoking cigars. Playing cornhole, I guess everybody kind of to try to stay away from from the cornhole. And I don't know why, but I just put as an activity, just I don't know, like getting a quickie while you're waiting on the meat. <laughs> <laughs> I really I had, than that, but Casey, do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I've got a few uh, for entrees. <clears throat> I think these are very underrated. Some people don't like them, but I'm a huge fan of a well-grilled pork chop. You get a bunch of pork chops on the grill, man, like a good pork chop that's cooked right. It's hard to beat. Also, a rotisserie chicken. Uh, You get a bunch of chickens on a spit. That's that's hard to beat. I don't know. I don't know if I consider this a side or not, but I know – like Brady would crush this would be like a chips and salsa uh, bar or, you know, maybe like a cheese dip or something. That's, that's more of like an appetizer. I don't know if you consider that a side grilled corn on the cob is one of my, that is good. That's really hard to beat. Uh, Brady, Brady stole my warm apple pie is one that I had. And uh, I'd say my fifth choice would be cheesecake. I had cheesecake written down. I love cheesecake. Uh, another big, the best one that I have that this is more, I call it like the nightcap activity. You've been drinking all day. You've been watching sports, maybe smoking cigars, playing, playing cornhole, horseshoes, whatever, jamming to some good music. You've eaten your food, drank your, or eating your dessert you if i don't i don't have the land for it but i do have a little you know a little fire pit but if you could have a fire out on some land where there's nobody around you for 40 acres and you have somebody stoking that fire you're just sitting around drinking some nightcaps listening to music that is the best way to end a barbecue nobody had building a fire on there that would have been perfect I don't know why we didn't think of that. Yeah, Brady, all I could think about was that party. I guess this was post-high school. When, uh, you were telling a story about going to that tree and stump removal place. Well, Wes, we went to Spencer's and got like the hundred wood pallets. Yeah, they just lit them all on fire. And we burned them all. 
Yep. We did that at my house? I don't think we did that at my no, house. We no, we did that no, at no, Taylor's no. house. Taylor Tanon's house, but no, your story about these uh, going over to the stump removal place and getting the stump. Uh, yeah, we went over to Spencer's. They're just like, yeah, we're, we will deliver 100 plus pallets to Taylor's mom. Was like, what is going on? And yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, it was like we were all like wearing loincloths dancing around at 3 a.m. <laughs> Casey, last thing I got for you. Dustin Johnson's number one in the world right now. What's your uh, what's your Dustin Johnson meal? What's your go-to meal right now? If you have to, if if you have to cook for the the president of the United States tomorrow, what are you making? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, you the most important thing is you have to know who you're cooking for. If Brady's coming over, I cook him something different than somebody else. But if I'm if I'm impressing somebody, I you cannot go wrong with a with a good surf and turf. I'd, I'd have about a two inch inch, inch and three quarter two inch ribeye, uh, reverse seared, cooked medium or however they want to cook it. I'd also have grilled lobster. You have to have some sort of a potato dish. I don't know how crazy I'd get. I mean, if, if they're sophisticated, maybe give them like a really nice mashed potato, um, like a like a Gordon Ramsay type mashed potato or something. If if they just want a good baked potato, give them that. And then some, you got to have maybe a side salad and some sweet corn. I love it. It's perfect. Well, thanks for joining us, Casey. Go follow uh, Gray Fox Barbecue on Instagram. G R A Y Gray Fox Barbecue. I need to go inside and eat now because I'm suddenly hungry again. Um, but thank you for coming on. Hope you had fun. Oh yeah, no, I I love this. I <laughs> I'll, I'll come back anytime you guys want me to. This is awesome. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Eight hey, you know, up, game of boots with the bitch. Them coaches, them coaches. Ain't got no job, but I stay shy. I stay shy.